let's talk about omnipresent personal brands. Where I'm going to talk about what I actually mean by that, how to do it, what the importance is of an omnipresent brand, and also when you probably shouldn't do it and when it probably doesn't make sense. So let's jump into that now. Hi, my name's Dan Holloway and I'm a business coach and a mentor and I help creative entrepreneurs to start growing scale their businesses. If you've consumed any of my content before, you'll already know that my mission is to help 1 million creative entrepreneurs to earn a stable, diverse income from doing what they love. So if that's you, you are in the right place. So what is an omnipresent personal brand? Let's talk about that. Now, omnipresent means pretty much everywhere, right? And this has been spoken about quite a lot by people who follow the likes of Gary Vee, for example. And he's actually a pretty good example of an omnipresent personal brand because you see him everywhere. I mean, he talks about him creating content all on his own and you know how you can actually be an omnipresent personal brand and he talks about that in different terminology but that's pretty much what he's talking about yes he does says that but let's face it he's got an entire media business behind him to help him sometimes now we don't all have you know a hundred million dollar plus media empire behind us to help us to repurpose our content so how do we actually create an omnipresent personal brand, say that five times standing on your head, because I can't, how do we do that in an efficient, effective way, right? Now, I'm a prime example of someone who does this on a regular basis. So all of the podcasts that you listen to, the live streams that you watch, the social media content that you consume, that's me doing that on my own because I'm proving a point. Yes, you can do it on your own. Yes, it is hard work. But if you are running this business, running this venture, you know, doing this side hustle, whatever it is, at some point, you need to knuckle down and treat it pretty much like a job. You can't do this kind of thing on a few hours a week and expect to get huge amounts of results from it because, frankly, that doesn't work, not consistently at least. There's a lot of people out there, mainly the snake oil people and the information marketers and the people who I don't like, <laughs> mainly those people they will promise you that you can gain success in a short period of time and yes they'll have testimonials to show you that it works but they'll only show you the testimonials for the people it works for which are the ones it works for mainly out of luck not by design everyone else has to work at it okay now an omnipresent personal brand all you're trying to do there is to really get your message across to the right audience in the right way. And to do that, you need to understand the platforms, okay? And there's a lot more I talk about inside the Dan Knows Vault about how to actually do this specifically. You know, the tools, the methods, the strategies to actually use and the psychology behind the creation of content and driving content traffic between channels. So I dig into that a lot more inside the vault. But at a top level, what we're really talking about is understanding who your consumers are, right? So this is real target audience kind of stuff. There's no difference between focusing on content creation towards an audience as there is between creating a product for a potential purchaser. You know, either way, they're paying you money for a product or they're paying you in terms of the currency of time for their attention. It's the same thing, it's a transaction, 
So if, say for instance, I produce all of this content, you know, I've got a live stream, which I'm doing right now, which turns into a podcast, that then gets snipped out into various pieces of bite-sized content and gets repurposed and recycled and published across various social media channels in various different ways. But I do that, all of that, very strategically and very tactically. Yes, I use some tools to actually help me, so be more efficient, more effective. But let's say, for example, I talk about the podcast version, the audio-only version of this. I don't put the entire copy of the podcast straight onto LinkedIn, for example, because LinkedIn already has the live stream that's gone out to my entire audience. It's about 13,000, 14,000 connections I've got on LinkedIn. A copy of the audio would be pointless putting on LinkedIn. However, if I do an audiogram version, which is effectively a an image background with a waveform, like a little sort of like ziggity line as I speak, showing a captioned version of say 30 seconds snippet of what I talked about on a particular topic, then that I could put on LinkedIn with the link to the full stream within that post. So from LinkedIn's point of view, I'm not directing traffic externally to another platform, I'm directing it internally to content on LinkedIn. Therefore, algorithmically, that's a good thing because I'm not taking anything away from LinkedIn's platform. I'm taking an audience and an audience's attention to a piece of content on the platform. One of the mistakes that many people make is they link out external to a platform and then wonder why their reach is low, why their reach has been reduced. Oddly enough, that's because social media platforms don't like traffic and attention being taken away from their platform. Funny how that works, right? <laughs> now, today, for instance, we're talking about Instagram. I will put a full audio, audiogram version of the podcast onto IGTV, and then I'll link a snippet of that into my stories. Now, on IGTV, I'll then have the link for the whole video version of the episode, or to, say, The Vault, which I actually has as a, a membership form of income within my business. I can link them to the vault from within the link in the bio on my link Instagram profile and within the description of the IGTV content. So there's many, many different ways. I'll just mention a few there that you can use to actually repurpose one live stream. So what's that like five, six different types of content you can create and methods and things that you can use to actually repurpose that piece of content. I'm pretty sure there's about 25 that I actually do on a regular basis from one piece of content. That allows me, going back to omnipresence, that allows me to be seen everywhere. So I have one piece of content that I produce, but then my content is repurposed onto Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook pages and groups. It's repurposed onto platforms like YouTube, Snippeted, Shorts, TikToks, Pinterest, Twitter, various tweets, you name it, there's a whole bunch of content that you can actually produce and repurpose that content onto different platforms in a very, very, very short space of time. Now, why is omnipresent personal brands important? Now, to understand that, you have to understand the psychology of selling, okay? 
Now, the psychology of selling has changed over the years. It used to be you need about five to seven touch points, i.e. contact points with a target audience or a potential buyer before they actually get to buy from you. These days, because there's so much more information out there and businesses out there and content out there, frankly, all of our audiences are getting bombarded with so much content, it's almost made them numb. So instead of five to seven contact points, in my research and in research that's been done recently in various universities and colleges around the world, some of these studies are actually showing anywhere between 20 to in some cases 50 plus contact points that a person will require before they actually buy from someone. So when you have an omnipresent personal brand and they see you everywhere, all the time, always giving value, then that increases the amount of contact points and increases the amount of touch points with you as potential problem solver, supplier, or expert in your field. So when that happens, omnipresence is the reason that that person got to trust you over time with a minimal amount of effort from you. See how important that becomes. So omnipresent personal brands are definitely something to look into because when you get this stuff nailed, it's so, so much easier to grow a stable, diverse income from doing what you love. It's so much easier to grow a brand, it's so much easier to sell when you do this properly, okay? Catch you later, hope you've enjoyed that, and I'll speak to you again.